Hey, what's up, Alex? It's your boy Rod, back with Pod 36, the Darrell Young Pod. Uh, most of y'all already know him, uh, undrafted free agent out of Villanova, um, signed to the Redskins as a uh, a fullback or a linebacker, rather, um, and then converted to fullback. Had a pretty good season for an undrafted free agent, um, 2009 to 15 with the Skins, and then 16 and 17, just a practice squad member with the Bears and the Panthers, but D.Y. was dope. I liked him. Um, he's pretty fast. Uh, had that roughly, I think, seven rushing touchdowns and six uh, receiving touchdowns in his career. So nothing really prolific, but that's the way the position uh, really is for fullbacks in the NFL. But uh, D.Y., he was a good skin. Enjoyed him, liked him, and that is it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a victory Monday, something that is has been pretty rare for the Washington Football Club this year. Um, oddly enough, we have a win with each quarterback who who's taken a, a couple of snaps at starter for this franchise this year. Um, so it was a close game. Um, we were down nine to seven until one of the, no pun intended, but the game breaking moments occurred 1141 left in the third quarter. Um, uh, Joe Burrow's back to pass. Uh, Jonathan Allen was uh, engaged with one of the offensive linemen. He was blocked into him. And uh, we all heard the news that Joe Burrow has tore his ACL, uh, MCL, and some more internal damage. So, uh, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, it's uh, horrible for the uh, for the Bengals, but that was our turning point for us, and that that's what gave us opportunity. We ended up scoring ten points uh, in the third uh, to kind of close that up, and then uh, kick the field goal in the fourth to win twenty to nine over the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. Uh, statistically, uh, Phil, you're you're on it. Phil was on it. He said, hey, we need to run the ball 30 times to get a win. And that's exactly what we did. Um, 31 rushes with running backs and or tight ends. And then three rushes with Alex Smith yesterday. Um, Antonio Gibson led the way, 16 rushes, 94 yards, a touchdown, uh, 104 total yards. He had uh, one reception for 10 yards. Um, Alex Smith kind of fell back to earth, which is fine, uh, but he went back to his game manager role, uh, 17 for 25, 166 yards, one touchdown, one interception yesterday. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, really just gentlemen, overreaction Monday is where we are right now. So uh, we're th- sitting at three and seven. Or how do you guys feel about the Washington football team uh, with their game yesterday? And we'll start with you. Dev, because uh, Dev's making a rare occurrence, a rare appearance, rather, uh, to the, the daily pod. Yeah. So, uh, what's up, Dev? How you feeling? I had, I thought it was a good game. All we around, pretty balanced. It's we we had a run game pretty much just because we could actually run the ball. I mean, we had a lead. We were not, we weren't playing from behind uh, the entire game. I liked the game. Um, I thought, the, I thought the coach caught some good plays actually on offense for the first time. Um, looked all right. I'm happy with the win, man. I mean, I, we could play better at, at some parts. At some point, we got quit getting uh, penalties on third downs. That shit is getting old, man. And I don't, don't want to blame it on rookies and all that stuff, man. It seems like it's always somebody new getting a offsides or, or, or roughing call at the end of the game. That's or the, a penalty. You know, we need to quit that stuff, man. That needs to stop. Yeah, a little bit more discipline. I I think that we've been doing – better than we have in previous years, but it, there's always room for improvement. We're three and seven for a reason. So I think that Washington football team definitely has room for improvement and, and cleaning up those penalties on third downs uh, is definitely one of those areas that we need to fix. Uh, right. Phil, Phil, how are you feeling about uh, your overreaction Monday? What, what What's on your mind right now? 
the overreaction, the overreacting part of me is so looking forward to Thanksgiving now because I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> we could be we could be winning this division after Thanksgiving. And I predicted it. I Thanksgiving know. is 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 when I get off quarantine officially. So I would love for that to be my celebration. To sit in my house and 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 watch us actually take the lead in a division in late November. That's my overreaction. That's not my rational self. That, that's me just allowing myself to dream a little bit. And that we picked a good time to start playing a little bit better. Now, I'll get into my more rational thoughts and some of my criticisms that I have later. But my overreaction is, holy crap, we're half a game out of the division. And we have a division game on Thanksgiving at Dallas where we can take the lead in this division. As bad as we've been, this is possible. Yeah, and it's 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 wild, man. It's it's kind of hilarious. But we're gonna more than likely we'll do the pregame pod on uh on Wednesday this week. But just thinking about Dallas, you know, it is spectacular that we're gonna have two teams at three and seven uh, playing on prime time on Thanksgiving for a first place game. Um, and unfortunately for us, like we made the game for the Giants against the Bengals this upcoming Sunday a little bit easier by, you know, having a Burrow go out with an injury. But, uh, hey, first place, it, whether it's for a couple of days or if the Giants lose on Sunday and we maintain the first place standing, that's uh, that's pretty incredible uh, for, for an overreaction uh, Monday, that's for sure. Hey, Ellie, how how you feeling out in the VA, man? What's, what's up with your overreaction? Uh, my overreaction is elation that, J.D. McKissick didn't lead the running backs in uh, touches. Um, that's Ooh. the only thing I really. <laughs> that's the only thing I really take from it. I mean, the Bengals are an awful team. I mean, they are a god awful team, and uh, we beat them. So, I think if you're one of those folks that is looking forward to that, that's fine. I'm not. Um, I know I don't ever want to poo-poo wins, but I just think you know it's. I'm, I'm a big picture guy, and. Uh, so that's my that's my reaction. Nah, I'm with you, man. It's it's nice though, like you said, you're looking at JD McKissick, and he only had four targets in the receiving game yesterday as well. So he wasn't the leading target getter. Um, it was actually Terry McLaurin, the the should be number one wide receiver on this team. So good to see. Good well, to see. the reason you see that is because we were winning. You don't have a third down back in when you're running. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, uh, Steve, what's what's your overreaction, brother? My overreaction is. <clears throat> Don't get too hype or too excited about this defense. I mean, I know they played well, but that's because Joe Burrow left the game. Uh, I'll throw some stats down in a little bit when we talk about good, bad, and ugly. But, I mean, we're still not a complete defense across four quarters because think about Pittsburgh, the Rams, the Ravens, the top three defense, hell, even the Dolphins' top four defenses in points per game. They play good across the whole spectrum of the game, not each – like. It's not a tale of two halves. It's just solid defense across the field. So until we get to that point, we're not there. I just want you know. I just want to say that. I mean, people can say the defense is great, but you know, still got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, but overall, I'm I'm happy, happy with the win. Um, not happy for the draft position, but hey, um, 
we'll see how that goes. And I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Just, I mean, if there's nothing else for meaningful football on Thanksgiving and one, just to be playing on Thanksgiving, because, you know, I don't remember last that was it. We did 2012. That was the RG three Thanksgiving blowout. I don't know if we played since then. Have we, I can't remember. Um, maybe one time. We did. I did. Yeah, we did. Colt McCoy yeah. started a Thanksgiving game, I think, one year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it was against Dallas. I just don't know if it was 2017. No, okay. that was that was no that Colt McCoy game was not on Thanksgiving though. That was, was a Monday night game. Mm. Okay. Okay. The last time no, we played we played Dallas on Thanksgiving in twenty sixteen. That was that game that uh Kirk was was playing out of his mind. We lost the game in twenty sixteen. And but Kirk had like almost 400 yards, and we were moving the ball up and down the field. We just could not score touchdowns. We, we I think we only scored 26 in that game. And then we had the the Colt McCoy game in 2018, which was the week after Alex broke his leg. Steve, to your point about the defense, the Bengals should have had us 20 to seven, 20 to nothing, or something like that early on. But the Bengals kept killing themselves on their first three drives. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, the defense was getting chopped up early on. And there was a couple of deep throws that they had. I think Darby got beat one. Um, there's a couple of shots that they missed downfield, too. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. It could have been a lot worse. Um, I think it could have been, like, 21 or 24, whatever you say, if they had capitalized on other opportunities. But yep. that's how it goes. You know, not everybody capitalizes on all their opportunities. Lord knows yeah. we can go back and look at playing games where we didn't capitalize on our opportunities. Both Giants games, um, you know, the Lions game, there were times we had opportunities to capitalize on. We didn't, and we lost because of it. So, you know, that's professional football. Yep. Yeah, I, I laughed, Steve. I was muted, but uh, I started laughing when you said, hey, don't uh, don't don't get too hype about the defense. And my overreaction is that Chase Young is a football player. That's all I want to say. Like, it's yeah for me. Like, it, it, it's well. Last week, like the people were really pissed at. He made a rookie mistake, you know, uh, kind of you know pushing the, the quarterback to the ground again against the Lions, and uh, you know he was blamed. A lot of people saying he's a bust. I think Edwin Shaw within the uh, the addicts group named backwards, but I figured out Edwin Shaw. Anyways, um, you know said he's a bust. You know, it's. I don't think so. Um, I think he's a good player. I think is a, a hell of a recovery. Him. It's rare that you see defensive linemen uh, chase down quarterbacks on the opposite side of the field and, and make a goal line stand as he's scrambling and calls a fumble. Um, to me, that was the play of the game. Um, probably the biggest play of his his very young career for me. So that's my overreaction um, with Chase. That's one. Yeah, that, that was that was awesome. I mean, you wanted to see the quarterbacks uh, go at it too, the young guys. But uh, at least draft pick one versus two is is good enough for me. So uh, I can live with that. There was there was three plays in that game where two and one. It's this is how funny it is. Two and one in this past year's draft had each other. There were there, there was a, where they had a moment. Burrow got the first one on that read option. Yep. But then Chase got two. He got the fumble, and then he him caused the injury. He almost got the pick too. He jumped up. He he almost yeah. jumped up and grabbed that pick. I mean, it was just a pass yeah. deflection, but two yeah. versus one, and two beat one. Are you yep. saying two shit all over him? <laughs> two one, two to one. Go. That's a little uh, little pun, I guess. Right? Had we have had four quarters, though, I think it might have been a different story, but. 
Nah, maybe, I, I, maybe I'm not. I, here's the thing. I, cause someone asked that in the group and they said, do you think we would want it if, if Burroughs didn't get hurt? I said, it's very possible because at that point we were pulling the momentum away from the Bengals at that point. Um, you felt the tenor of the game moving in our direction. And I think that may have continued. Now that again, Bengals could have pulled it back, but we, you know, I, you, it felt like we were taking control of the game. We were getting ourselves in a position to win before that injury happened. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was all three and out. So they got the ball to start the third three and out for them. They punted it to us three and out for us. We punt to them. He got hurt on third down, uh, another three and out for them. And then we scored on that ensuing drive, uh, five plays, 55 yards, two minutes, 27 seconds. And then that's when we went up uh, 14 to nine and never looked back. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Um, but, hey, that's that's life in the NFL, you know, uh, any given moment, any given Sunday. So uh, it happened. It's done. I will shed no tears. Uh, got some death threats over a tweet y'all, I made. Y'all brought out Evil Rod. Uh, it's, it's all good. It was funny. <laughs> Hoodie Rod was in full effect yesterday, but uh, whatever, man. I ain't losing any sleep over it. Made Homeboy delete his Twitter. That was that was funny enough for me. Uh, <laughs> I did not report him. I had no snitching over here. I just I scared the shit out of the kid. So if you're hearing this uh, little, kid, little kid from uh, Cade, Cade from uh, Texas, 20-year-old Cade, yeah. Sorry, bro. Get a new Twitter. Good, bad, ugly. Good, bad, ugly. So, uh, Obviously, we just said that we won 20-9, to um, had some good moments, some bad moments, and some ugly moments. Uh, Ellie, uh, what's your good, bad, ugly? Uh, my good is, as usual, Gibson. He had 100 yards, then took a, a loss on a run late in the game to go back to 94. Um, I just thought he was effective yesterday, and the, the best thing I saw from yesterday was he was better in pass protection. He had a few really good pass pro pickups, uh, which is always good to see. Uh, my bad, I think just not doing more against these really awful teams offensively. It's weird how we don't ever put up the 40, 50 points that the Bengals have one of the worst defenses and they don't have any pass rush to speak of whatsoever. Um, and my ugly Troy Apke, I think he got toasted several times yesterday that Darby made up for, uh, but he just, he cannot be on an uh, NFL football field as a free safety. It just can't happen. He missed a pick, too. Right in his hands. Yeah, right yep. in his hands, man. Right in yep. his hands, bro. Carlos Rogers' uh, impersonation, man. Uh, good, good, bad, ugly for you, uh, Phil. How you feeling? Uh, my good is Ronald Darby. It looked really good yesterday. I've said this all season that he's been a pleasant surprise. I thought he was going to be trash. Um, but you know, he he's he's been a pleasant surprise. And he's part of the reason why I've said that our preseason worries about the corners at least seems to be unfounded. We were we were worried that we were gonna get toasted down the sidelines twenty times a game. And that's not happening. We're getting beat over the middle, but that's more on linebackers and safeties. Nonetheless, one of the reasons why I think our corners have played well is because Ronald Darby has been playing much better than he did last year. So, and and yesterday was his best game of the season. And and so that that was good. Um, 
and and to add a second good to that, I like that we're not leaning on Alex Smith to win this game. We're just we were leaning on him not to lose us a game. Throughout this game, I never felt like this our winning depends upon Alex and Alex alone. And that makes me feel more comfortable with Alex being under center. So long as you're not leaning on him to win you games, you can win games. So that Alex playing the game manager, fine, whatever. That's what he should do. Um, the bad is, once again, offense was was not – consistent in the first half. It was not as effective as I would have liked to have seen. Um, I mean, we were playing a lot more ball control throughout. We tried to play ball control, I should say, no matter if we were passing or running the ball. But, uh, I mean, I, I like to see a little more consistency out of the offense and maintaining drives because that time of possession game is very key to a ball control offense winning the game. We are going to win games if Alex Smith does what he does yesterday and we're winning time of possession, which means Alex Smith doesn't do anything except just manage the game and we keep the chains moving. So that was bad that we did not do that in the first half at all. The ugly, damn it, Dustin Hopkins needs to go. He missed another one. And it wasn't even like a long field goal either. That was not, he is not as bad as the Bengals kicker, though, Randy Bullock, that dude is garbage. Trash. One for three, oh, and he makes their extra You do point. know the Bengals oh. keep two kick- – the Bengals normally keep two kickers on their roster, yeah. but the one was injured, so they had to go with Bullock. It made me feel good about Dustin Hopkins, which is bad. But yeah, I feel it's, you, man. No, it, it just made me realize that, oh, there's another team out there with their own Dustin Hopkins. Yeah. He did make, make me feel made better 50, about Dustin Hopkins because 50, I saw what was right? happening to them and realized that's happened to us. Yeah, he made a 50-plus yarder, didn't he? Yeah, but then he missed like a 35-yard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 50-yard exactly. That's what it was. Yeah. Hits a big kick and then still, you know, maintain his inconsistency. And, and here's the thing. When he hit that kick, I was like, all right, D-Hop. All right. Second second half of the season, let, let's get into gear. That's usually when you do your best work and then he misses a 35 yard or whatever it was they missed. And I would just like to have seen that. That would have been a nice little just just, just, just nail in the coffin type. It would have definitely made it a two touchdown game instead of a two score game. I would have been a little more comfortable with that. So, you know, and that's, that's just something that breaking a team's back with just a field goal or something like that, just really putting them in a position where they're going to have to really fight to get back into it. Right. We haven't done that in years. And, you know, that includes special teams. You know, that three points makes a huge difference in that game. Luckily, it didn't matter. But that's that's it's just a continued lack of consistency on his part. Yeah. Dev, Dev, how you feeling, brother? What's your good, bad, ugly for yesterday? Uh, good was Chase Young. Uh, bad was um, Sharp. I hate that dude, man. Get somebody else on the team, bro. <laughs> Not yeah. a fan of Sharp. He played pretty well yesterday. No, he didn't. No, he didn't, man. Every time something bad happened, it was Sharp. Every time. And, by the way, Sheriff got bull rushed one time for a sack, man. He just got thrown like Vince Wilfrick style back in the preseason, thrown back into the quarterback. And got a sack 
it was it was crazy too. It was yeah, it was nuts because Ron Rivera gave him a game ball yesterday too. I, I was thinking about that when yeah. I saw that post game speech. I, I kind of <clears> wondered though when I watched it again, it looked like he may have like tried to pull him like you know like some people would do a blocking technique where they pull the guy down on top of him. Yeah, it seemed like he was meant to do that, but I was like, man, that motherfucker looked like he just shoved his ass to the dirt. Yeah, but come on, man, you got you got to play better than that. You know I mean, that team sucks. For the most part, you know. Yeah, but that's what Ellie was saying earlier. I mean, they, they're not known for having a good pass rush, run defense, anything. And then it, you know, we're struggling to put up points. We're getting bull rushed with his arguably our best offensive lineman right now. Um, not even arguably, our is he is our best offensive lineman. So it, it happens. I mean, no one's perfect in football. You're, people right. are going to get beat, but uh, to see him get dominated like that, just a singular play, it, it doesn't really cause concern. But when it leads to a sack, you're like, what the fuck, man? Like. You're supposed to be better than that. So, no, understandable. You got anything ugly for us? That's it, Sharp. That's it? Okay. Um, other than that, a couple of couple of plays I'd like to see them go deep. They went deep a little more than I thought they would today, uh, that game. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, other than that it, Sharp has to, has to be more sharp, I guess. <laughs> All right, the home, homie Steve, how, how you feeling, brother? Good, bad, ugly for you. All right, my good is kind of contradictory to Dez, but I'm going to say the offensive line. So, you know, they got PFS offensive line of the week was our offensive line. And wow. specifically, Wes Schweitzer and Brandon Sheriff made the all T, all PFF team of the week. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, they, they, they did well. I think, I mean, I forget there's another stat out there floating. I, I lost it, but, um, I mean, Alex Smith just had, a lot of protection, and then, um, yeah. I, so they get they're a few times more than he normally does. I he, guess. Did. he did, he but, did, he but did. But that's owed to being not being behind and able to be in the actual game and then run your game plan versus now we pass fifty times. Yeah, that just goes to show you that I don't I don't right. think the coaching staff is good at adjusting to the game situation versus here's our script and here's what we need to do. But um, bad, I'm gonna say first half defense. Um, Joe Burrow was just shredding the defense for the entire first half. Now that probably was their game plan. So we were playing, I want to say seven to 10 yards off the ball. The corners were, we were giving up the cushion as a lazy zone. And I got it. And all they did was he was throwing underneath. He did a couple plays where he, he kind of took advantage of the coverage, but I mean, he, he took what we gave them. And if that was the game plan, okay, great. I, I don't know. It was just getting frustrating as a fan, like, damn it, another pass, damn it, another pass, damn it, another pass. Um, you know, all in all, I mean, Joe Bangle, he was 22 for 34, but he only averaged six yards a pass, which was less than Alex Smith's puny little 6.6 yards per pass. Right. But check out this stat, though. Pressure rates, first half, or Joe Burrow. Um, 35 dropbacks, six pressures. He was pressured for 17% of his dropbacks. Fast forward to Ryan Finley, 15 dropbacks. He was pressured 11 times. 73.3% of his dropbacks were pressures. Um, and four sacks. So we had 17% of Joe Burrow's dropbacks and zero sacks. Ryan Finley, 73.3 and four sacks. So I think the game plan for them must have been to get the ball out quick, which they did a good job and, you know, and my ugly, it was really hard to find something really, really ugly with this game. Um, but I'm going to be nitpicky and be kind of petty PD and, and say the Logan Thomas run down in the red zone. I, I don't think that was necessary. I think you wasted a play. It was almost like the reverse from two weeks ago. Was that the JD? McKissick oh yeah. Where, where he took but, the snap. 
Logan Thomas went in motion, took a snap under center, ran forward. I, what was the point of that? You you could have given that run to Antonio Gibson or shit, even McKissick or Barber, but you gave it to Logan Thomas. I don't see the – that was just a waste of play. Now you got to think so about it, though. You Okay, so – okay, that's fine. At if, least if they didn't lose 10 up, yards. They, they no. got two. Right. That's what I'm saying. And he played quarterback. It's actually pretty smart. I liked it. I was like, man, all right. I, I liked it. it at the time, and I look at it, and I was like, oh, man, maybe – I don't know. I just think that it was, was the – I wonder if that was the play that kept getting blown up in, in training camp where we heard that Logan Thomas was getting smacked and fumbling the ball every time they ran it. Yeah. Probably. That's Yeah, that's that's good memory there. But that's yeah, my memory. No, that's uh, – No, because when I heard that play go off on the radio, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, like no, my good. first thought was he's gonna fumble. <laughs> fumble ball. I mean, it was but, a but then sneak. again, it was Chase Young that was causing the fumble in preseason, and and here we saw Chase Young cause a fumble today. And damn, did he lay lumber on on, on uh yeah, on that love, play? Love love to see it for sure. So my 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 good, bad, ugly. Starting with the good. Um, when Burrow went down, we didn't allow the backup to torch us. So oh, we were panicking, man. like literally. Yes. I, I know I was. I, I left a, a strategic pause there because you guys thought I was evil asshole Rod with Burrow going down. But when he went down, we all took a pause, a deep breath, in Redskins Washington Football Nation, like, oh my god, it's about to happen again. The backup is about to come in. We have no uh, film on this guy, and he's going to torch us. He's going to make Burrow look like a third stringer. That didn't happen. Um, Steve, you just laid out the stats. We we pinned back our ears. We went after him. Uh, good. That's what you want to see. I don't know why uh, historically we would sit back and be really uh, hesitant to put pressure on the backup when he comes in the game in relief. It was really nice to see us uh, go after him and, and make him beat us instead of just sitting back and allowing him to beat us. So good, good there. Uh, bad uh, versus a bad defense. Uh, Ellie kind of laid out early, only, only one pass and touchdown, you know, we didn't really light them up um, like other teams have lit them up this season. Now, granted, we haven't been a light them up type of offense all season, um, but still um, I would have liked to see, you know, more than two touchdowns scored and two field goals. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, it's a rebuild year that we're trying to compete in it. So it's a weird purgatory type thing, but um, I would definitely like to see a little bit more from us. Then uh, the ugly for me um, personally, I just, I feel like it's a shallow win. Uh, Ellie kind of touched on it earlier about having foresight of the bigger picture. Um, I don't see how this makes us a better football team in 2021 and 2022 um, just with the, the draft stock changing. Um so, Ellie, I think you said if we win the division, the lowest we pick is like 19th, whereas if we finish basically in par with their, where we're going, where we're trending, we'll have like a top 10 pick. So I'm not sure if sliding, you know, five to 10 picks is, is really worth it for us to win a meaningless game in November. But uh, that's that's my ugly. And I see you. I saw, Ellie, you unmuted your mic. I'm not sure if you're going to jump in and uh, – Interject a little bit. I was just going to confirm that it's either going to be it's either fourteen or nineteen. Yeah, I, think I think it's, it's nineteen. I think it's. I thought it was fourteen, but yeah. is it fourteen? Okay. Yeah. Oh, they expanded the playoff field this year, so yeah, wouldn't it be lower or higher in the draft? I don't know that that website yeah. he shared showed it showed us being like nineteenth, but it shows I think Dallas yeah, I think having the nineteenth pick. And you know what? When you win the division, let's say we win the division at. Six and ten. Just say, just say it right. Six and ten. 
all that's going to do is give us a shit schedule next year because <laughs> yeah. you're going to play all the division winners from, you know, it, it's, it's going to do nothing but harm. Right. And, and, and well, to be clear, that's, no, that's kind of a, a, of a misnomer. It's only two games that it really affects. I mean, yeah, we'll get the harder teams on the road, but we, we, we don't have a home field advantage right now. So, yeah. Well, two games is one eighth of the season. I mean, that's a lot of in the NFL that matters. It, I think, you know, none of us are saying we should go out there and try to lose on purpose. That's not the message that any of us are trying to send. I think it's just are we playing the most developmental pieces for the future uh, as possible? Is really the only argument to be made. It's called the science of losing. <laughs> player developmental players. You're not tanking. You're developing your players. No, I'm, I'm with you. Like Peter King, I, I I hate that dude because he didn't call us the Redskins for years. Um, but I mean, he what he about? wrote an article. You know, an article dropped about ten hours ago. Um, he's just saying, hey, like. St- like Alex Smith still needs to earn his starting job, and he's not talking about twenty. He's talking about like beyond twenty. That's crazy to me, man. Like, it, it, give him give him the kudos. He's he's one comeback player of the year. Like he should probably have it. Like him or Roethlisberger, and it's gonna be him, I think. Yeah, it, it should be. I mean, the dude almost lost his life. That was the most traumatic leg injury anyone has had in any professional sports. Like, and and this is talking about seeing PG, you know, thirteen. Hit, hit the damn backboard and his bone sticking through his leg. Like this was more traumatic um, because the same thing happened to Alex, but the injuries, the, well, the, the infection, almost losing the limb, almost losing your life, um, the skin grafts, moving tissue and all this other stuff, like for sure, like deserves comeback player. Um, but beyond that, like, what are we doing? Like, what, what does this mean long-term? I don't, I don't see it doing anything for us. It feels great. Clap it up. Alex won, but. I think they're going to use Alex to groom in the new guy. I don't know. Maybe the new guys, maybe the new guys Haskins and we just ain't been listening. Maybe they're like, Hey man, we're going to do an Aaron Rodgers with this guy. We're going to sit him for two or three years till he learns it. Maybe that's what they, they just, do. I don't, they just say it. That's the problem. Just, just say it. Well, you can't say really it. say we're going to send him for two or three years. Cause maybe he's ready tomorrow. You know, you, you, you can't do that. So you just, you're saying all the right things. Hey man, we're going to develop this guy. We're in, we, especially myself and Rod, we, we're also Knicks fans for full disclosure. We know nothing about developing anyone. You know, so, no. so, so, so you know, when these young guys, we want to play them right away. And if they don't pan out, we're like, play them anyways. Well, no, sit their ass down. Somebody's playing it better right now. Doesn't but mean Rivera, you got to get two years on the contract. has not said they're developing Haskins. And then they put he did, he did say that. He said, this, oh, he said they're, 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 they're definitely letting out the hints now, especially now that they are working with Dwayne. Right. Now, he said it, he yes. said development. it was always he, he was, needs to be developed. He needs correct. to develop. And he was on the scout team. But I that think that was more of a message. That was more of a message to Dwayne through the media. I think that they wanted him to just just get his head where get his head into a space that they wanted it in. But that's and, what they're doing man, right like, now, though. They're developing but, them. But so. using the media like that, like that drives me nuts. Like, okay, using get into Dwayne through the media. That's like me being a parent. And telling my neighbor that my kid needs to do better on their homework, and like my like no, my, my kid hearing that's like oh more like no 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 that's more like when the teacher tells the parent that the kid needs to to focus instead of the kid just the teacher saying do your homework is now the teacher going to the parent saying it doesn't matter kid, no. at the end of the day it's a teacher conference saying it's your an kid needs person. to do your homework. No, I don't like I don't like it either, but this is. In, in in the 21st century, this is how you 
you have to communicate like that sometimes. We've seen they do their jobs all the time, man. Like a boss walking next to me and stupid no. fucking up, not say nothing, go tell somebody else to come tell me. No, I mean, uh, don't do this. No, a teacher has a direct impact on that kid's life, as yeah. does the parent. Like my neighbor doesn't. The media has no impact on Dwayne Haskins' development. So using the media to get to him is fucking pathetic. I wonder if they've told him though. I wonder if they said, "Hey, bro, get your shit together." Or you're gonna be on the bench. Perhaps hey, bro, but get your shit together, you're gonna be on the bench even, on the bench. Like even you're thinking the long game and you're saying, Okay, if if we wanna ship Dwayne Haskins away, it it's it makes much better sense for us to say, Hey, we're working to develop this guy. We have a lot of confidence in him being a huge piece of our organization. So when someone dials your phone number looking for him, you can say, Whoa, whoa, this guy even if even if he's garbage. Yeah. You're at least the image is that whoa, this guy's a huge cornerstone of our future. Like Hey, we're gonna want some decent compensation for him, and you laugh. That's why I don't think you get rid of him. Yeah, I don't. That's why I don't think they get rid of him. They're Aaron Rodgers in his ass, man. They're gonna let him sit for two or three years. uh, He gets it right. Watch. No, the only people that that ain't down with it is fans, man. The only people that's not down with the fans. Think about it, man. Think about it. Not happening. That's not the nation we're gonna get. That's not how it goes. And it hasn't been how it goes, but I'm telling you what they're trying to do. I ain't saying it's right or it's gonna work, but I'm telling you what they're doing. They're saying, hey, we'll sit this guy for two or three years. They got him for four more. Who gives a shit? I don't, you know. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's gonna be two or so, three years. I would be I would be more comfortable saying it's gonna be two or three weeks. Nah, it ain't gonna he might if we get eliminated or Alice gets hurt, he'll play. But until that happens, he's not gonna play on the merit of him just being good enough to play until probably next year. And it probably won't even be next year. I'm telling no, you, if, will, if he plays least, again, it'll be next year. If Alex is at least this good, like Average. If Alex is at least Alex right now, next year, Alex is gonna sit the bench, bro. Y'all gonna be mad, not, but this is gonna. I, I'm I'm gonna say this now. Alex Smith will not be here next year. I'm telling you, Alex Smith's gonna be unless Alex Smith is hurt or retires because he's hurt. No, no because Alex Smith, we can cut Alex Smith and save money next year. We Man, couldn't why, do that if you year. ain't got a quarterback. Then what's the point? Now I get if we draft one in the first round, but let's say we get Parsons, who I want. We let's are, say we get Parsons. We're right? not drafting a quarterback. I'm just saying, if we draft Parsons, let's say if that happens, somebody like Parsons or the receiver, we draft one of those guys, who are you going to go in the quarterback next year? Is this going to be somebody else or Alex? It ain't going to be Haskins starting off. It's going to be Haskins. Yeah, Alex it's going to be Haskins or James well. Winston. It's going to be Kyle. He's been playing well <laughs> against trash teams, bro. Like, you can't play a whole 16 games around what you're seeing against the Cowboys awful defense. That's what I'm saying. The Bengals awful defense. Ellie, we, we said this last pod. We said, wait till Pittsburgh and San Francisco. That'll be a true test. Right. One in five. Yeah, one in five defenses. Man, Alice could do the same those. thing on them guys. Just throw it to short five, six-yard route style game. He's been doing that his whole career. It ain't, that, he's not doing anything different. He's not reinventing But this, this is not the same Alex. It's exactly no, the same Alex. Not. This is he exactly doesn't have the same Alex the run. Minus the running. It's the same dude. His passes are the same. The running made him much it made him much more of a threat, Deb. I, I get when that. he could run. I'm, I'm not saying Mike. he does shit he does was okay. Mute that the leg threat. I'm not saying he's a threat or he's good. I'm saying the nigga's not gonna throw the I'm saying he's gonna be the same guy. Dude, he's gonna throw five no eight pass rush. He's gonna do the Every same thing. If you play with pass rush against Alex, he's folded. <laughs> He is folded when they've gotten pass rush. I, I would agree with that. But anybody we get pass rush against has been folding, right? I mean, Haskins folded when he got pass rush, too. Kyle Please. Smith folded in the Rams and got pass rush and got hurt. No, I mean, it happens. Anybody, anybody we face with pass rush is going to get hurt. If anyone has any clout who's listening to this podcast and can 
pass this to the Washington football team leadership. Please fix the quarterback position because I'm sick and tired of talking about it since 2015. Long term. Who do you think is going to be quarterback next year, Rod? I don't know. I hope it's not Alex Smith because that means we're in purgatory. That's not a rebuild. Yeah, I me. hope it's not Alex either, but it's going to be. No, that's I'm going to tell you who it's not. Twenty-one, twenty-one million dollars to him next year if he plays. Ten million, ten million cap if he's yeah. gone. Yep, he's going to be as opposed team. to a twenty million. No, but we save ten million. No, no, yeah. Sorry, we end up in the green three million if we cut him next for next year. Look, the cap the savings the is greater round. than the hit. Let's say drop the quarterback in the first round. That dude's no, we are not and drafting another quarterback. If we do drop one in the first round, Cal's going to start. Dev, Dev, oh, we're not okay. drafting a quarterback. We are so going either. to go into free agency and get a quarterback, but we are not drafting. Or we're going with Dwayne. We are not drafting another quarterback. I don't think I don't, we are either. I, I don't want to. Don't draft anyone. Don't bring in any freaking free agents, man. Like it could be Montez. It could be Montez, Haskins, and and Allen. As far as I'm concerned, next year. Because it's cheap. Those guys are cheap, man. It's like five to seven million dollars. I think is the, the the ceiling for those salaries. Cam Newton's well, getting five. To I $7 think you're going to see some. Cam I think is. you're going to see some affordable free agents, Rod. Cam, Cam's going to be here, man. Why fight it? Y'all know it's going to happen, man. Because we already have one quarterback who has to wind up to throw a four yard ball. Why do we need another one? <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm not saying uh, it's going to happen. I'm going to be mad too because no, I'd rather it happen. I'd rather it happen like right now. I'd rather it's that trade be Cam. Cam. It can't be Cam. Not if no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Nope. Game balls. Who gets a game ball from yesterday's game? <laughs> I'm Newton. done with that damn topic. Shut up, Cam Newton. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, who's who's getting your game ball? Okay, My game answer. ball is going to go Ronald Darby. Oh man, I love it. Why okay, why did you go Darby? What stood out the most from man, that? I put you he's on the lockdown corner. I put you on the man. spot. He was locked down corner because oh, he knew he was going to say this. And he bailed out. He bailed out Troy Atkins several times yesterday. I give he my did. man credit. He he's did. Not, legit. He he deserves a ball. He he was actually going to be my guy. Um, I, I saw him make a good a good couple of plays. I mean that that ball that Burrow threw. Um, I'm not sure who the receiver was. Um, but right down the middle of the field. I mean Darby had a good recovery and um. You know, defended that pass. That was that was a clear cut touchdown. He got beat, but he recovered and broke up the pass. It wasn't a pass interference. So yeah, that's a you like to see that man. Like 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 Phil said earlier, Darby did not look good. He was with the Eagles last year, right? Um, yep. Did not look good at all. He was hurt mm-hmm. without a doubt. He was hurt. I'm not sure if it was a scheme thing, um, but he definitely looked the worst. He was here with he, Philly. If you wonder how bad he was last year, he was ranked one spot above Aaron Colvin. Mm. Colvin was 114 last year. Ronald Darby was 113. Wow. So now I'm, now I'm going to pull up the PS. that close to being in, uh, Aaron Colvin? <laughs> Dev, Dev, who gets your game ball, man? Uh, not Aaron Colvin. That's who does not get <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't catch it anyways. Um, fuck. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Young, man. He's a menace. He's uh, frightening the other team. There was double, triple teaming him. 
I know they say he's a bust. Some Washington Post, whoever saying that dumb shit. But bus. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, in Redskins Radics, Ellie wrote that article because <laughs> the amount of hate and the reading comprehension is really concerning for me for a lot of adults in hey, America today. Les, Car- Les Carpenter's got a burner account. Oh my god! <laughs> the only thing, well, you know, thing hey, hey, hey. Was busting is, uh, Remember, look, look, ass. look, 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 y'all missed something. Less. L E S L E Suggs. Yo, bro. Who is the number six cornerback in the NFL this year? Number six, Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller. Ronald fucking Darby. What? Yeah. Yeah, lifetime contract. So, you know what's going to happen? Here's what I fear. not number six. Fuller's 26. Yeah. So, here's what I fear, though. Um, He's on a one year deal. Four million dollars, wow. and what's going to happen is we're probably going to turn around and pay him, and he's going to go back to sucking. That's my fear. I is hope that doesn't happen. Well, he only su- apparently he only sucked last year. He got last he got year. hurt pretty bad the year before that, I think. Yeah, so I'm looking at his draft grades. So his rookie year, seventy six point six, or not, not draft grades, but uh, career grades with PFF. So seventy six point six in 2015, 12th, 12th best. 2016, 38th best, 68.3. 2017, 22nd best, 78.3. Uh, 2018, 38th best, uh, 70.6. Last year, um, 113th best, uh, 44.8. And then this, this year is career year, 6th best, uh, 78.6. So it's his highest career uh, rating so far as well. Look, I'll take, I will, I will take him because uh, if you look at the rest of his career, he's Kendall Fuller. Yeah. I'll take it. Four, three, eight, man. I'll take that. It's only been in the league six years, so yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. 2015 yeah, draft. Yeah, he's yeah. he's I mean, still young. I, cat, I, man. I, I wouldn't give him Jalen Ramsey money, but I'd give oh, no. him Kendall Ford money. You at least give him Dunbar money, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Dunbar. We wouldn't even pay Dunbar what he got, so I don't know. Does Dunbar, does Moreau lead our team in interceptions now, or is that still uh? I think fuller? It's still it's still fuller. fuller. Hey, we saw Moreau. I saw him twice last game. Yeah, he did all right. <laughs> Yeah, I saw him get interception. <laughs> it's crazy though because when Moreau comes in, he makes a play. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's not in often, a, but he's a really good player, and I'm gonna be mad. Yeah, he has uh, all the size and speed and everything, man. We still don't know why he's not getting playing time though. Least, unless unless Darby's just not playing him. Therapy. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's another ailment of this organization not developing players. Oh, we get mad when they try to develop them. I don't. I, I I was prepared. Get out of here, I, said <laughs> I said we'd be six and ten. Like we all had shitty record predictions for this team this year. Like I was prepared to improve three games beyond last year and be good with it because we would be developing a young quarterback, a young wide receiver, a young running back, filling out a new offensive line, getting rid of Trent. Like I mean, that's a whole new era. Um, looking at Jerron Christensen, like I was prepared for the mental anguish that would precede us every week. You get what you asked for, six and ten, gonna get us in the playoffs. It may get us in the playoffs, but like it's it's hollow because it's with a thirty-six year old quarterback with one leg, who's not Man. he's a shell of his former self. You say he's, he's the same. A, maybe maybe I mean, less, he's not, maybe he's yesterday's more, uh, passing more attack less, was more or less the stuff you're scared of is the stuff you're scared of. He's gonna throw five or six yard passes, eight nine. He's gonna hit one or two a little deeper than that. He's gonna scramble, get a couple yards here and there, and fall. He still does that. I mean, he's not doing anything any different, man. I mean, it, I, I'm not I, saying no. he's great. His scrambling's not do, the same. Do, do, yeah. No, no, hold on. Do not ever mention the words. Yeah, he's going to scramble <laughs> in a couple of yards. I don't want him scrambling. 
I mean, yeah, you don't want him that, but I'm just saying in general, though, he still can get a couple yards and fall. He's done it a few times. I mean, yeah, he, Peyton he's Manning not, can get you a not, couple yards. He's still more, he's still more, want him running? he's still more mobile than fucking Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady. They go out. No, who's I'm your game ball man? <laughs> I said this is the game ball said. segment, and we're fighting. Like who's who's getting your game ball, Phil? I got realist back in. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Rod. That's that's why you're the host. Um, my game ball is going to go to Antonio Gibson. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Phil Suggs in the house. <laughs> You want to go to Antonio Gibson in the second half? Honestly, inside baseball for y'all, I was dogging the shit out of LA over Antonio because he said that Antonio was our offense in the first half. And I started throwing, he has 19 yards on five rushes. What do you mean he's our offense? And the commentators were like, get him out of McKissick more. The minute minute I start dogging, Gibson for not producing, which was halftime. We come out in the second half and we start feeding him. And I have been saying for a couple of weeks that get that the kid deserves the carries and that he needs to be he needs to have at least a two to one ratio over whoever's second on on the uh, the list of who gets the carries. And he did, and look what happened. Good thing when you're not down by 20 points. Well, yeah, but even when you're down 20 points, you still could throw in a few more runs to keep the defense honest. And that's where Gibson can do things. Gibson, it's weird because he's not – his skill set does not lend him to be a volume back. But he seems to do better when the game goes on and he gets carries. I don't agree with you there. That dude's a power back, man. Fuck all the stuff that we we thought. That guy's a power back, man. He's not an elusive guy that we imagined he was going to be. He's not a power runner. It's weird because he does things. He well, here's the thing. He does things. It's 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 so strange. He has the habits of a power runner, but he's not a power runner. Like he's a he's a he's a speed back who has size. He can break tackles because he has natural size, but he's not a natural power runner. He's not big in the lower body. He doesn't have a low center of gravity. He's very good at squeezing around players. Like this is a little slide step, you know, in the hole to make himself smaller as he goes into the hole. You'll, you'll see him do that a lot. Where he almost turns his upper body sideways. It makes him smaller. He gets through this, you know, these holes. Our offensive line doesn't have to make a huge hole for him to get through, and then he can get to that second level. Gibson does that well, which is not indicative of a power back, but he does it better as the game goes on, as he gets more carries. He's much more effective on carries 10, 11, 12, and 13 than he is on 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, and, and But that's usually something you would see an Adrian Peterson do, a John Riggins would do. You know, power backs. These are guys who would wear you down into the third and fourth quarter. Gibson manages to do that without playing that same style. And that's fine, but it just means that you need to feed the guy more. Feed him earlier. He had five carries at halftime. He had 16 to finish the game. So he got over two-thirds of his carries in the second half. Why don't we give him more of those in the first half? Take the pressure off Alex. Let's not give the ball to J.D. McKissick. And if we're going to feed 
seven carries to Peyton Barber. Do it in the fourth quarter. Yep. Don't do it ever. I hope Love gets those carries. I'm fine with no. I'm fine with him in the fourth quarter. If we're up two scores, you want to grind out the clock. Do that, you know. But you know, those those the the five and eleven carries deal. Those eleven carries, he should be looking at getting close to that, if not that, in the first half of games. That should be part of the focus. We need to get Antonio Gibson the ball ten times in the first half of a game. Can we also let go of Bryce Love? I heard you say that, Dev. Bryce Love is never going to play for this franchise. He's, I, think, he's he, I think his career NFL, is probably just going to be done. Yep, I think so. It's it, unfortunate, it but kid, if man. he does get the chance, I am still going to root him on. You're going to go somewhere Because else. I really do like the kid. Every time he starts to play, like every time they start to report that Bryce Love has movement, though, he gets sat back down again with knee pain. Like I just – I don't know who did his surgery. I'm not sure if he has like just internal – Injuries, you know, but it's you know what I want to him. add to my my good players. Uh, settles, he balls up, man. Don't got like five sacks. Yeah, settles got a couple sacks. I don't know if he has five. He has like four or five, man. He has more than Allen and uh fucking five, uh, Payne combined. Five sacks this year. Yeah, damn, he does have five sacks. I'm oh. saying, man, he's killing, dude. Like if you if you watch him play, you'll notice it. Like it's noticeably. He's way bigger than I remember him being, by the way. I don't pause. know if he's having a weight issue. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, man. Damn. Damn, man. Uh, he's best not, he, to you by Washington Pride. I've no. never seen a black man blush until this evening. But, uh, go, go ahead, Dev. Yeah, Set, Settle is a, is a monster, man. So <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> Settle was getting all kinds of push up the middle. Oh man, pause. I'm just gonna, I just had to keep going at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so I thought he led the league, the team, but uh, so Sweat has six, Kerrigan has five and a half, and the Washington football team official stats saying that Settle has four, but uh, Pro Football Focus is saying he has five. So who who knows mm. whose stats isn't? Uh, pro Football uh, Pro Football Reference says four. Does it say four? Yeah. So I don't know what that's my, that's usually my go-to. <clears throat> Anyway, he goes for a third string defensive tackle. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he would be playing if Ionitis was hurt. Yeah, man. As much, anyway. You can notice it when you watch him, though. You get so much shove. Uh, but yeah. Ionitis would also, I don't know, because he was getting, he was definitely getting into the rotation before Ionitis got hurt. Not to the level that he is now, but he was finding his way in there and he was making himself known. So I think we would have a go? solid four man rotation if Ionitis was, was healthy. So we let go of Allen one day? Is he the guy that right now? Like I said last week that he if of those th- of the, the the big three in the middle. Alan's got right now, Allen's probably the guy I let go. Of. That's crazy. No, no, no! Please don't do it. No, don't do that to Allen. Steve, we haven't given you a chance to give up your game ball. So, uh... well, everyone, I was going to go Darby, and I was going to go Chase, and I was going to go Gibson. So How unoriginal of you, man. I will. I, well, I had them written down, but I'm not going to repeat <laughs> anybody else's. So I'm just going to say the offensive line. Um, they play well. I already ripped off the uh, the other PFF stats, so yep, I sure. give it to the offensive line. Morgan Moses. Left yeah, tackle. How, how did how did he perform? Like, did anyone pay attention to him specifically at, at left tackle yesterday? Was he? I went back and watched. I recorded. I recorded the game. I watched some of it, and he looks mighty comfortable over there. Now, granted, 
this was equivalent to a preseason game for him because the Ouch. Bengals just don't have – they just don't have a great pass. They have a horrible pass rush. They really do. They're not a pass rushing team. So he was able to handle their defensive ends. But he handled them. He didn't look – it didn't look mechanical to him. Like, it didn't look like he was thinking about what he was doing. He was just doing it. And he why, definitely has a better hook and slide step than Jerron Christian does. Why, oh, so I, I was getting ready to say, why is Morgan at the left side now? But Cornelius Lucas hurt his ankle. Still hurt. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and uh, Gerard Christian's out. Yep. How long is he out for? I don't even know. Christian's out for a couple more weeks. Yeah, so he's out with his knee knee injury. And then, okay, so damn. Trent Williams, man. Yeah, that's just. Morgan Moses is doing fine so far over there. Ron Rivera sucks. He didn't even talk to Trent. They didn't even give him the time of day. Out the building. Uh, who knows? I mean, it, COVID, COVID happened and all this other shit, man. But, like, it's just, it's something that I would have liked to see him try a little bit harder to mend the fences. He just came with such, like, a, a damn. A hard band hammer, like you know what? Supposedly, he did talk to Trent, though. Maybe he did. I mean, it, it was. I, it I was never Quentin, heard that. It was Quentin that he didn't talk to. It was Quentin okay. Dunbar he didn't talk to. Hey, and, because Dunbar wanted a new contract, and he hey, was did just we, like, "Did we apologize to, to to Dunbar and Baker? What we apologize to them for? Because we <laughs> went, we went hard on them, bro. Like." When um those allegations that was our they were like robbing like, we didn't have nothing else robbing to talk these about. dudes, yeah. Like oh, fuck that man, you pulling guns at people at space nah, stations. Dude, you they it, both got exonerated though, bro. Like yeah, apparently they, it was all made up. Did they really get up. exonerated, man, or did they just pay them? Dude, they were trying out? to extort Baker, man. Like I, I feel bad. Like it's hey, the public the, the, the public opinion, the public uh, jury is, is is hellacious, man, and yeah, both of those dudes, I'm sorry. I'll say sorry if no one else will because we thought you guys were guilty. Uh, um, Baker, I, I, didn't really guilty. Know, I didn't know you so much. Dunbar's maybe is a little bit salty that, you know, you just didn't want to stay here. You, We converted you from wide receiver, made you a cornerback. You, you did good things for us. Um, but I thought, you, I thought you guys were guilty as hell. I thought you were dumb as hell and guilty. But, yeah, it came out that, like Steve said. I didn't know we were guilty, but I thought they were dumb because if nothing else, they were in a situation. Bad situation. No, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I still think they're guilty. (laughs) Sorry. So now we're we're, we're hitting the miscellaneous chat of the pod. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there. What's the over under of Scott Turner returning as our offensive coordinator? Should we for show? Should we flame out? No, should we flame out? If we if we don't win any more games or we win maybe just one or two more games, do you think he'll be back next year or or do you make another change? He'll be kill coming. Brown's gonna come back. I, I give it I give it a fifty percent chance he comes back. It oh. depends on how bad we flame out on on offense. I say a hundred percent chance he comes back because I think Ron's more more faithful to his coaches his staff than he is the players it's scott's one of his guys Mm -hmm. it's he's i I goes back i told you before it goes back to the connection to north turner you north turner is the reason why ron rivera is where he is today so you can't just throw that away after one year because i believe ron thinks scott turner's development is more important than dwayne haskins development that's my personal belief i agree with you one hundred thousand percent man yeah I'm, I agree Let's, with you. Let, let me take a look. I'm, I'm going to just kind of get an idea. I don't think he caught a bad game last game either. 
No, he didn't. Last game was the last two, last two games have been decent, I think. Yeah. It's like, been shitty ever, competition, it, man. It's impossible to call a bad game. <laughs> First the competition. I'm with you, Ellie. I'm bro. I'm I'm right in your pocket. All right. So so let's let's look at a little bit of history here. 2011 was Ron Rivera's first year as a head coach. Um, they went six and ten, but it was definitely because of their defense. Their offense in a six and ten season, they scored over 400 points on offense. Problem is, their defense gave up f- over 400 as well. Um, they really shouldn't have been six and ten. They could have had a much better record, but into the next season. He did keep his offensive-defensive coordinators. Um, the next season, the offense and defense defense did better. Offense did worse. Um, they were seven and nine. They were very close in points. There was about six point point differential. They're eighteenth in the league in both in 2012-2013. Go in there, and he has a new offensive coordinator. So, and then they went twelve and four. Um, so I think that there is something there that he will only put up with that stuff for so long. He gave, you know, the offensive coordinator had one really good season. Next season they were mediocre and fired him. And the offensive coordinator for his first two seasons in Carolina was Rod Chazinski, which I don't know what he's doing now. Now, interestingly enough, they promoted Mike Shula from quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator, and then he went 12-4 and four next year. But the offense didn't perform any better. The defense was second in the league in points allowed in his third season. Offense was 18th in points scored. So, I still think it goes back to San Diego, man, for Ron. The first real, what's the re- first real coach position you have in the NFL? It's an offensive or defensive coordinator. And who gave him his first defensive coordinator shot? North Turner. He promoted him from linebacker to defensive coordinator. And then he got his head coaching, head coaching gig. So I, I think he's loyal to North and that's going to affect his Scott. That's just, I, I, I don't know. I don't see it going any other way. So I think Scott at least has at least another Steve, two years. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but uh, Kyle Smith is AJ Smith's son who was in San Diego at that same time. Correct. Yep. So yep. there's like mad connections. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Turner's not going anywhere. This is garbage, man. I would love, I would love, I would prefer if we brought North Turner back as offensive coordinator over Scott. Just kept Kevin O'Connell. That's what we should have done. I I was making. Where's Kevin (laughs) O'Connell right now? Uh, He's with Sean McVay. He's down down in uh, Los Angeles. He doesn't call call plays. Sean knew. They're doing doing the Ramskins thing over there. He doesn't call plays. But his play calling got better every game last year. He was there. He doesn't call plays for the Rams. No, no, but he still works with McVeigh. O'Connell and McVeigh were are one and the same. Yeah, prodigies. They both have they both have similar offensive concepts. Yeah, it's like reading the enemy and uh and KC. The enemy didn't call. Well, he just started calling plays, but you know they work together. You know what I mean? That's still it, Andy Reid's offense. The whole thing, though. Yeah. Hey, one sure. other, one well, it's other... the Andy Reid's offense, too. Cause yeah, but I mean, it's, it's the same thing with in L.A. You got O'Connell and, and McVay. They both put in on it, but that's McVay's offense first. Yeah, thanks. Hey, one other sure. miscellaneous topic I want to get in real quick is um, I, I think the team is slowly starting to trust Antonio Gibson more. 
Um, I wish it would be even more than what they are doing, but so check this out, you know, so he's second on the team in all purpose yards. Do you know that second 700, 742 all purpose yards, 530 rushing and another, um, 217, um, running or passing the ball or catching the ball out of the backfield, um, averaging 4.9 ones. And so JD McKissick only has five, uh, 539. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I think they just need to keep feeding this guy. I still go back to my my foot stomp that he he's like AP in his later years that he he doesn't he's a volume guy. He needs more carries to get better. He's not gonna he's not gonna be good doing nine carries, ten carries. Not like AP wasn't either. It would take him 10, 11, 12, 15 carries to finally start getting a groove. So it'd be nice to see them continue that yep. trend. Gotta have the lead or be in the game to do that. Yeah, that's the bad part. But I, what, but, but you but, could do that. You would be in games if you were feeding them more early. Yeah, true. And when you they fall, you're not gonna be in the games. You from with your first no, two but Dev, and throw interception. When they fall behind one, when they fall behind one score, all you see is McKissick. They just stop running the ball altogether. Every time we fall behind a score, it's just McKissick, 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 McKissick. But the game, but the game where everybody is upset about is the game where he got all those cut catches. But that's because. We fumbled the ball on a big game, Gibson. And then the next play, we got the ball back. Dude fumbled a punt. And then the next play after that, threw interception. It's like, yeah, so that's, that a, point, that's understandable. That point, that, that's understandable. Ball. Yeah, that's understandable. But what I, what I think can happen is I still think Gibson can take some of McKissick's catches away because he's a former wide receiver, too. So it doesn't always have to be or put them both out there together. All I'm saying is give the guy more. I don't That's think all they had all three out there. One come Gibson. Gibson still needs to work on. He body catches, right? and it drives me nuts. Here's what um, matters. Plus he has Here's what matters. And I think that that's and I and I think that's why he doesn't get a lot of those receptions either. Is he's because that and he's kind of raw. He's still raw in his route running. You can coach those things, but it, he's still raw. In Gibson averages one touchdown per per fourteen touches. McKissick averages one touchdown per forty nine touches. Points matter. Play the kid, man. Yeah. Oh, I agree. He's Play the eight, kid. Eight already. Can't argue with it. Shut down the pod with that one. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Anything else y'all want to chat about or wrapping it up? Our right, Knicks suck. Be... I know it's in the Knicks podcast, but they suck. Knicks are going to be good, man. Well, so okay, we'll we'll talk a little bit of Wizards then. So we got three Wizards guys on the pod. How you guys feeling about the Wizards draft and their free agent acquisitions the past couple days? I know nothing about it, so I need you guys. uh, Trash, trash, really. What's up with What's up with Wall? You guys going to trade him to the Knicks or what? Apparently, Wall did not request a trade. That just came out. I I saw that. Yeah, I hate that. I want John Wall out of here. Really? Over the same. It's been the same saying for however long he's been in the league, man. It's an eight seed. Y'all got the best. He's, he's, not, he's, not, worth a, he's not worth a super max contract. I'll tell you that. I no. like John Wall, but he's not worth super max. Until he comes oh, no. back. I mean, until he comes back, he's worthless. But I'll tell you what, for our draft, we drafted the dude from Israel. People are, you know, people hype a pick. I don't know anything about him, but it's I like it. So we traded. Um, for the 53rd pick, we traded for a point guard out of Michigan State. Um, what's his name? Cassius Winston. That's who I'm interested in seeing. Cassius Winston from Michigan State. I don't know if he eventually beat Cassius Winston was a great college player. I yes, don't know how well his great game I don't either. translates to the pros. Yep. But Lord knows I hated playing – as a Maryland fan, I hated playing Michigan State 
and he was the biggest reason why. Yeah. And they re-signed Davis Bertans, which I'm glad. Six man, got to yeah. have a good one. So that's the only good thing they've done was re-signed Bertans. Yep. And, Deb, you said this dude's good. He wasn't even good in Israel. He averaged like nine points a game. Yeah, game, game was a lot different over there than it is here. Uh, uh, you know, your boy plays at the uh, Mavericks. He averaged like seven points a game over there, man. Luca, it Luca it's a whole different, yeah, it's Luca. a whole different type of game. There's not so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, man, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll have we'll have plenty to talk about in the offseason. Then we'll we'll change his pod to NBA addicts. We'll go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Get better than the Knicks. I trade the drafts. Hey, we're in the same division, so it'll be interesting. No, I won't either. It's not. We'll win 15 games. We'll be, ba- we'll we'll be, be battling for fourth and fifth again. No, Knicks are going to be dope, man. What are you talking about, Dev? No, we not. Get out of here, bro. Twenty Obi games. Topping. Twenty you got games. That, you got that bully win. ball. Yeah, we got. We got. We pretty much got a light skinned John Randall with a jump shot. I mean, I don't. It's, bro, like, don't. it's like the same, man. I don't see anything different. I mean, I like the pick though. The draft is fine. I'm talking about free agents, man. Ryan I, Rivers, Austin Rivers, man. We got like seven point guards, bro. Hey. And we have like seven small forwards, so hey, the Knicks. Right. We the want Knicks to are rebuilding. The Knicks are going to show the Washington football team how to actually rebuild a squad. Yo, you don't even believe it yourself. <laughs> I've don't. been hearing that for ten years. <laughs> so I mean, God damn. You, who would you rather have as an owner, Snyder or Dolan? Um, I, Snyder. The fact, Snyder. No, exactly. That, that should tell you all you need to hear right there. You would rather have Snyder as owner. I like Snyder. Yeah. Like Kunta Kinte rather have too. Snyder as Snyder owner, man. <laughs> I want to see I want to see LaMelo Ball out literally LaMelo Ball I, I don't want to see his dad I want to see that kid do well yeah. but I don't want to see his dad man yeah, I think he's the best and, and dad for the record Luca averaged 20 points in 2018 for Real Madrid yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the year the year he played over he oh, got, he was a, when he was 11 I think he's talking yeah, about Nikola right. Jokic <laughs> Dante Montaunas <laughs> <laughs> the wiz get there the wizards don't do well with foreign players i'll just, I'll just say that nah Never. that 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 fucking uh black and this dude is dope man. Rui, Rui, Rui's good he's, he's not guy. dope we'll see. We'll see. he's not dope we'll see. Rui's he's not really average Rui's not really yeah, see, i don't i don't watch the wizards at all man. Hachimura, i like him I like he's him. an effort guy he's not a natural talent guy He's an effort man, guy. Look, like nobody's gonna wear a Ruiz jersey. Like nobody gives a fuck about that dude <laughs> on your team, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Nobody says, "Oh man, better watch out for Ruiz." Uh, how come in Hiroshima? What his fucking name is? He's a black man who speaks Japanese. I mean, it's, it's appealing, right? <laughs> no, he's got, he's got an international crowd. No, I mean, he no, averaged. Can he have an international jump shot, please? He yeah. averaged thirteen and a half he, he, for you guys last year. It wasn't he's yeah. like a to me? He's like a a, a low. We got a whole team of dudes averaged thirteen a game. He's a low-grade Ben Simmons. He he can do a lot of things right, but he don't ask him to shoot outside of 15 feet. Yeah, Bill Simmons yeah. ain't shooting over 15 feet. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Roy, Roy Hachimura like does not have range. He does yeah. not have a jumper. He can he's dunk not a like fluid a athlete. He's yeah. not a fluid athlete no. either. He's, he's just he's, – he's, he's an effort guy. Yeah, he, high motor. He did well at Gonzaga because that hey, high R- motor. RJ RJ Barrett for the Knicks last year. He averaged fourteen point three. Do you guys think he could push it to twenty two this year? Nope. Not no. At all. No. Nineteen. No. He'll get to nineteen. Eighteen. Nineteen year. Not okay. at all. I think he's going to average twenty two. That's they my got a hundred guys going to play guard Barrett. on their team. That dude ain't going to get no clock. The Maple Mamba is yeah. going to come through, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please believe it. Maple Mamba. Huh? <laughs> 
That's his name. Yeah, I know. He's I, wet, I, bro. Who I, gave I'm, him I'm, that? I'm name? rooting for the guy, man. He's from yo, Canada. He's, yeah, he's he's dope, though. Oh, man. Yo, he's only nine, he's only nineteen. He's a baby, yo. Yeah, right. he's a good yeah but I don't think it, I don't, he don't have that Joe Johnson game. I, I mean, he's got Joe Johnson style, but I don't think he's a scorer. Like he's not focused on that because he's another one of those guys that's a little bit too passive for my he, liking. He was I the never best player why on Duke. Move him to, I don't understand why they just didn't make him point guard. Just he played him with the Duke. Just make him point guard. He was better than Zion. Yeah. He just didn't have the the athleticism of him. Like Zion's a flashy dude. That everyone's like, oh shit, this dude could jump over everyone and dunk on them really hard. But RJ was the better baller. He just needs to learn how to shoot free throws, though. That dude's he shoots free throws like Shaq. He's horrible. Sixty one percent. Zion's sleepy. Yeah, those, dude, <laughs> Oh man, those those videos are hilarious. Zion's sleepy. <laughs> Zion's sleepy. Our, our uh the Wizards first round pick is, is uh shooting about a fifty five percent free throw. That's too good. Yeah. Okay. And t- yeah, and twenty five percent from three. Thing so is, we got to look forward. We got to like that. three guys on the Knicks to shoot like forty something percent from free throw line. Dennis Green can't shoot. Neil Aquina can't shoot. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's the point in all these motherfuckers on the team? You get the same type of dude. That's one dude playing the dude playing another dude, right? Yeah, yeah disguise is another dude. <laughs> yep. And Phil, <laughs> I know you. Retarded, hey, man. Phil, I know you like Admiral Schofield, but now he's in Oklahoma City now, so. Yeah, it's, 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 like, Admiral Schofield jerseys are pretty easy to find in the league right now. He's gone. But well, look at this one. All right, Zion was scored. He had he played twenty seven point eight minutes a game and scored twenty two point five points a game. That's pretty efficient. Yeah, the better team though. That that I mean that that matters. Like the Knicks have been so trash. Like anyone who shows up, like and, and and the Knicks didn't like so they ran through Zion when he got back. It's like okay, like you're gonna be our guy, and they're gonna start funneling the ball through him. They didn't do that with RJ Barrett. I mean, they were given to what's his what's his nuts. Um, Dev, who was getting the ball for us last year? Uh Randall. Randall, yeah, Randall was was our offensive. 20, 20 and eight a game though, or something weird shit like that. I mean, he, he, it's weird. Like I I look at him, and I'm like, ah, oh, he's. Kind of a bum, but then he he really isn't. He's young as well too, so it's it's like twenty five years old. So the Knicks are young; they got a chance to do something. If I mean, and not do something, win a title or anything like that. But I think they could be a a, a sneaky eighth seed. So do you, do you guys have the same prediction for the list? You want you want to feel weird, Rod? The Pelicans last year had on the same roster had Zion, who was born in the year two thousand. Oh God. And JJ Redick, who is a year and a half younger than me, damn. <laughs> On the JJ, same roster, I'll take JJ Redick. If JJ Redick got signed by the Knicks today, he'd be a top free agent signing. Like JJ Redick, he's good. Hey, score alert! Rams are beating the Bucks at right at the start of the third quarter, seventeen fourteen, and they only have six rushes for six yards. Bucks ain't going to play. The Rams are the, the Bucks playoff game this year. That's crazy. Is it the Bucks or, or the Rams? The Rams. Six rushes for six yards. One playoff game this year. And they're winning. No, never mind. 17-17. Tampa Bay just tied it up. All right. Well, well I got Brady. I need to hope y'all win. I'm playing L.E. Hey, see, if they fed their running backs, they'd be up 10 points. All right. Shout outs. Who you guys want to shout out to uh, end this week's pod? Andy Burroughs, man, for making the come up on the Riskins uh, or the Washington podcast he has, man. Yeah, definitely, man. He's definitely mm-hmm. doing big things, man. Shout out to Ellie because I think he he left. 
he left the pod. So shout out to Ellie. Ellie had to go to bed. He's got to run. He's got to run at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Anyone, anyone else? <laughs> Any other shout outs? Uh, hold on. I got to make sure he's still a member of the group. Hey, you know, Phil always got shout outs. <laughs> Mother effing bird. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Okay. I got a shout out. Matt Green in the group. Um, oh. Matt Green has been a member of Redskins Addicts for over a year now. Mm. Um, he has contributed a grand total of three posts. Three, okay. All right, three posts in over a year. In fact, though, he went from October 31st of last year, and then he posted this 11 hours ago. He says, <clears throat> you know, I've read just about 15 different posts on this page, and 12 of them were negative. If you all feel that way, pick another damn team. But because the administration on this page allows you to be negative, I'm gone off this shit page. Yeah, what's he talking about? First of all, I'm, I'm reading this post right now, too. Your rah rah, here's a selfie of me and a bunch of burgundy <laughs> and gold bullshit when you know that none of them are wearing jerseys of any current players anyway. Oh, look at me. I'm wearing a Santana Moss jersey. I'm a real fan. No, real fans do things like we do. We have conversations that are real. We are critical. We praise when there's praise to be given. Secondly, your ass said, and I told him, I said, this is not an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. Just go. That was 11 hours ago. Guess what? He's still on the page. Even when you hate us, you love us. And you love to hate us. We're just being real. Oh, man. People are cracking me up, man. I just told him he's going to shout on the pod, you walking piss pump. <laughs> I saw your Whatever. Oh, man. You piss pump. Bro, I just call him a walking man, piss pump. Man. Get out of here, man. Dude, like Steve said, like it, we're, it's not rah-rah. You, you hear me talk every week. Like I'm very negative. I'm positive <laughs> when we need to be positive. We're three hey, and seven. Hey, hey, hey. And what's funny is that I'm the one defending being critical and I'm the I'm the optimist here. It's, I'm the guy who's always trying to find the positive. But people like me, I don't recognize that there's a negative to be negative. There's there's reasons to be negative. We're three and seven. He has to be a. a I, I hate to say, it, but he he's got to be a millennial, dude. He he has to be 22 years old or some stupid shit like that. No, he's not. Participation trophies. I, I, well, no, he looks to be about our age. He looks to be my father's age. That dude had a hard life. Fuck you, Green. <laughs> Get out of here. Some people, I won't say white people, but they age like a pair of Air Force Ones. So, <laughs> no man, he, not he might this. be sixteen, bro. I don't know. What the... <laughs> I'm ending the pod. Good Phil, night, America. Feels Phil, oh, no has, one he else can Washington football Asian. He never age, but. <laughs> Any more shout outs, Steve? Do you have a BC, shout out? BC, yeah. it's shit like that, Dev. We need a positive. Andy Burroughs gets to record shit for our, for the Thanksgiving radio broadcast for the Washington football team, and they won't answer our tweets back. <laughs> answer my tweets back. Gotta be... Yeah, I got some shout outs. Y'all shut up. <laughs> <All right. Go laughs> hey, ahead. so 
for all those who who, who, tune in, who who tuned into the live the live uh pregame pod that that was lit that was fun um and those who who joined the FanDuel league with us that was fun too uh, I didn't win I finished in last place to be honest with you but hey Andy Sean Argo Aaron Share Mike Piot Antonius Brown senior call you Tony Chris McDaniel Ben Harlow for all making predictions nobody won the lanyard or the signed Ryan Grant jersey so there's always Thursday Maybe we'll see. Um, and Sean Argo, we all said, me, Ellie, and Rod said, well, you said Arizona and Miami would make it to the Super Bowl. And if they do, we'll give you $100 each. Not so, me. I never, I'm, I never I'm, said I'm, that. I, no, I'm sticking to it because it's not going to happen. Arizona or Miami will not make it to the Super Bowl. So I'll put my money where my mouth is. 100 bucks to you, bro. I'll, let, I'll keep reminding that's still a bet, okay? Not yeah. going to let that die. He said he's going to give us 200 each as well. So, nah, Argo. <laughs> I don't know about that. Nah, he didn't say that. He Arizona's say defense that. is trash. Horrible. Uh, oh, Miami horrible. versus, wait. So, $100 to him if Miami or and Miami and Arizona play each other in the Super Bowl? That, that was his what's, prediction. What's Arizona's so if that happens, I give him 100 bucks. I'll tell you what. If that happens, if those two teams play each other in the Super Bowl, I will throw in a hundred bucks. There you go, four hundred yeah. bucks to the man. What's, it won't what's, happen. What's what's Arizona's uh, defense rank? Uh, I'll go ahead and plan on spending that hundred dollars on Christmas gifts. <laughs> I already lost two hundred bucks betting that the Washington football team would be better than the Giants, and I played my money overall a hundred dollars for overall record, and then fifty dollars each head to head game. I'm already out of a hundred dollars because we lost head to head twice, and then the overall record it may be a wash. So if we finish. With a better record, then the bet is null and void. But uh, yeah, so we shall see. We what if you finish with the same record? Who wins? Nobody. I, I, be, I would probably give it to my buddy still. Rod be out fifty bucks. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Well, pod thirty six, real young, wrapping up. That's the shoutouts. That's the game, and uh, I think we're gonna do this again. What Wednesday, guys? So, uh, or do you guys want to do Thursday? I don't, I, Thanksgiving might be a little bit of a push. We'll we'll, we'll kind of play that by ear, but here, Thursday night. Look, Thursday I'm on quarantine, sure. so. So yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, you listen to this uh, Monday night slash Tuesday morning. We're gonna do another Redskins Addicts pregame pod Wednesday evening to be published Wednesday night, Thursday morning. We may or may not do an actual pregame uh, pod in the Facebook group uh, live on Facebook. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, uh, hail to the Redskins football team addicts. Hail. (laughs) Peace. Peace.